With a country divided, the republic at risk, and morality being redefined, it's time to gather around the campfire, get back to basics, and spark the revival that this country so desperately needs. This is the American Campfire Revival with Kirk Cameron. So we've been going through this book here. Uh, again, it's the American Covenant, the untold story. And looking back at the ancient covenants of our forefathers, and one of the things that we learned is that they had such character. They had such faith. We're talking about the pilgrim mothers and the pilgrim fathers. They didn't come over here with, with armies uh, looking to conquer. They weren't opportunists. They were self-governing members of the family of faith that were looking for freedom to worship God. And they wanted the children to come and they wanted them to have the kind of liberty that would allow them to be a blessing on the earth. And they wanted to be successful so that other people would want to follow in their footsteps. And they were massively successful because they made covenants with God, sacred promises that have generational impact. We talked a little bit about uh, property and who owns your property. Who owns you? Uh, is it the government? Is it you yourself or is it, is it God? I want to go uh, back to that subject a little bit and, and talk about those two parent colonies. In early America, we can learn such a lesson from them. We had those up in, in Plymouth, the pilgrims who did it right. And then we had the, many down in Jamestown. There were good people down there, members of the family of faith, but there were also others who were heavily characterized by opportunity. Uh, they were opportunists. They were looking for uh, the best piece of property or the most gold or other treasure. And they were looking not to settle the land, but to suck off the land and the resources. And when you do that, when you're, when you're not looking to actually plant your corn, but instead find it easier to plunder somebody else's corn, uh, things don't go really well. And that's what they saw happening. So they had two problems down there. And this is instructive for us today. One of the big problems is, as I said, they didn't have the kind of character that made them... Um, hardworking, conscientious, self-supporting, looking to heavenize the land that they came to, they were looking to suck off the land and the resources that they came to for their own personal gain. So uh, they preferred to get their supplies, Dr. Foster says, through plunder rather than productivity. I put my glasses on here. Not only from, and actually it's not because of my eyesight, it's because of the, the desert sand blowing on my eyeballs and giving me like razor burn out here. Um, and, and finally, their governor actually had to invoke martial law in order to force the people to work because they were starving. They didn't have enough food and people were, they didn't want to work. Like, why work when I can just force these, these, these Indians over here to give me corn at the, at, the edge, at the end of a sword? Or I can just seize it by force. Or I can take other things rather than working hard and making it and having enough to give to your neighbors and doing it the right way, God's way. <clears throat> they had a second problem. Not only did they not have the character that they needed to, to work hard, not only did they not rely on the God of providence to supply them and protect them, they also were working in a socialist system. And they were, quote, all fed from the common kettle. And ultimately what that meant was they would work together as a group and then they would all get fed out of what was produced. But the big problem was not everybody was working hard. 
And this actually discouraged the hardworking people from wanting to work at all because they realized, hey, I can work really hard. I can just 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 work my hands to the bone for my family and myself. But then those in charge just take everything that has been produced and they give the same amount equally to everybody, even the people who didn't work. So think about how that would work for you. Imagine uh, you were working to provide for your family and there were 10 of you and four of you worked really, really hard from sun up to sundown. And then there were maybe four others of you who were lazy or just wanted to steal other people's stuff. And then maybe there was two of you who were sick and were not able to work. Who should get the food? Well, the four people who work really hard. And if, if, uh, if, if you have character and compassion and charity in your heart, you're going to help those two people who were willing to work, who wanted to work, but were not able maybe because they were sick. But the four lazy guys, they're out of luck if there's not enough food, right? And so uh, this discouraged their productivity because the most lazy and irresponsible were rewarded equally with the hardworking and the conscientious. Now, here's a quote from, uh, from the book, The American Covenant. It was computed that the united industry of the colony did not accomplish as much work in a week as could have been accomplished in a day if each individual had labored on his own account. If every person had simply worked for their own food and was able to enjoy what they produced, they could have produced more in a day than the whole group ended up producing collectively in a week. Because the lazy guys were just counting on the hard-working guys to make enough for them. Hey guys, it's Kirk here. Did you know that another option to traditional insurance even exists out there? I get that it may come as a surprise, since we're so conditioned to think traditional insurance is our only option, but that's simply not true. My family has been using Christian Healthcare Ministries over the last several years, and I cannot recommend them enough to other like-minded believers looking to do things differently than what we've been told to do. CHM is the faith-based alternative to insurance. And most importantly, with CHM, we know that our money is going to help other fellow Christians when they're in need. And this is how we like to steward our dollars when it comes to healthcare. Are you tired of your health care the same old way and want to do things the better way? I highly recommend you start by checking out CHM and see if this is an option that could work for your family's health care. It does for ours. It's not harder, but it's different in the best way. Learn more today by visiting chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. Again, that's chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. Does this sound familiar? This leads to really bad government uh, fixes for these kinds of problems. Um, the Bible says, he who does not provide for his own family is worse than an unbeliever. How about that? He who doesn't take care of his own family, if you are well enough, if you are able enough, is worse than an unbeliever. I think it was Governor Bradford who said that uh, every man well enough to sin is well enough to work. Okay? And so... Uh, the expectation was that everybody was going to pitch in. And if, if you didn't, well, then you didn't have enough to feed yourself and your family. And you certainly wouldn't have enough to feed those who were sick. So the key is capitalism is what the pilgrims went to because they discovered that 
Being self-supporting, starting your own business, working hard and enjoying the fruits of your labor combined with compassion takes care of the whole community because you have enough. It's not being taken away from you by the government and you have a, 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 a surplus to be able to help those who need help. That's called local private charity, not government, federal welfare systems that aren't able to be close enough to the people to really understand who's being lazy and who actually is just not able because they're not well. But locally, they could take care of that. And they, and they flourished. So I think the takeaway here is to understand the general principle that God wants us to work hard. Work as hard and be as, as industrious as we possibly can and take care of and provide for our own families. And with God's blessing, we'll have more than enough to be able to help those in our community who are not able to work. But uh, we understand from God's word that um, if you don't work, you don't get to enjoy the blessing. The lazy man ends up coming to ruin. Character counts. Working hard counts. And compassion is absolutely necessary. So that's what they learned back then. That's, that's how they made it. That's how they did so well. And that's how they became such an example for the other colonies uh, up there in New England and then all over inspiring even those who wrote the Constitution. So uh, that's our little history lesson for today, and I, and I hope that you can draw application for it as you think about who to vote for and the laws that are being passed in your state and uh, the, the new policies that are coming down from the federal government. Which ones line up with God's policies and, and which ones don't? I want to go with the executive orders from the King of Kings because they always lead to blessing and protection. And we ought to be copying those and imitating those here on earth. All right. So good to be with you tonight. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the American Campfire Revival Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you'd like to learn more and join the movement, visit KirkCameron.com.